episode 32 of the Reclaiming Your Voice podcast starts now. This is the Reclaiming Your Voice podcast, and I am your host, Vernisa Williams. In this space, we believe that honoring your needs and discovering your value and core values will begin your journey towards healing. We also believe that if you do not know who you are at your core, you will continue going through the same cycles over and over and over again. I am here to help you with that. We have to get to a place that we know who we are at our core. What does that mean? What do you like? What will you not tolerate? Whose voices are you conditioned to hearing other than your own? The voice of your daddy, your mama, your uncle, your neighbor, society, all these other forces. When will you begin to listen to you? When will you begin to listen to God? And that's what we are talking about on this podcast. Now today, we are going to talk about You are valid. We are going to focus our conversation around seeking validation. Seeking validation. So many of us do this, whether consciously or subconsciously. It's keeping us trapped on this cycle. Seeking validation. How can we stop seeking validation from people, places, and things? How can we stop placing our value and our worth on the table of someone else's expectations? Here are the three points we will be unpacking. Check the void, check the performance, and check your core values. All right, so let's go. You may wanna get a pen and piece of paper. There was a time in my life that I thought I had to perform for people in order for me to know I did something right, in order for me to know that I am right, that I am right as a human being, that I am on this earth for a reason and for a purpose, I had to let go of seeking validation. So let's begin with the three points. First, check the void or voids that are in your life telling you you are not valid. The void in your heart, your soul, and in your spirit, speaking to you in a loud tone, telling you you are not worthy. You can't go to school. You can't start a business if you wanted to. What about your community and your family? The systems that surround all of us don't see us. They don't see us. When we know who we are at our core, that gives us the power to show people, tell people when it's necessary who you are. You don't got to see me. I see myself. You don't got to take care of me. I take care of myself. You ain't got to love me. I love myself. Ooh, child, Ebonics came out for real. You are not the, the source of my peace, the source of my hope. God is my source of peace, and God is the source of my hope. You are not the substance that keeps me going. You do not sustain me. The voids can stay in us for years. And so many things will just fall in that hole, right? Voiceless in that hole. Rejection in that hole. Trauma is in that hole. Generational chains just keep falling in that hole. We use all of those things. We put them together and create 
coping mechanisms. And then we try to figure out what do I do? How do I navigate the trauma, the rejection? How do I do that on my own? Because the trauma and rejection, all those things that fill my hole, it causes me to not trust people. So I'm not going to reach out and ask for help. I'm not going to do that. That's too painful, right? I'm not going to look myself in the mirror because I may see the truth of what has happened to me, right? I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm so comfortable in my comfort zone. If I bring attention to myself, I might attract negative people. Those are the things that we do when there is a void within us. Let's be honest right now. You may be thinking, oh, well, let me go to so-and-so because they know what they're doing. Let me check it and see if I did it right. But what the voice of void is saying to you, I don't trust myself. That's why I'm seeking validation. I don't trust myself. Because so many times when I tried, I failed. I don't trust myself. When I was brought up, I didn't have anyone to teach me how to trust my own decisions. They did everything for me. They didn't allow me to explore and figure it out, fall off my bike, see if, see if I could even get up. So now I have to reach for people and go certain places and and do certain things and attach myself to different communities to see if I fit because for so long I didn't feel like I fit and right now I don't feel like I fit and that's why I reached out in my void to find something that I can connect to that makes sense to me but hear me out if it is not making sense to you That is the proof of misalignment. That is the proof that your soul and your heart is not in alignment. Our brain processes over 50,000 thoughts in our head a day. And a majority of that number is this repetitive thoughts that keep cycling. So we wonder why we keep being on this wheel of not feeling valid. We stay on this wheel of seeking validation from people, places, and things, right? Because we have not come to a place to know who we are at our core. And knowing who we are, even though it's a hard thing to do, I'm going to be real, but that is the beginning for us to look inside and check out the voids that are in our lives. Second thing, check the performance. Check The performance. Who are you performing for? Whose stage you're on? Are you on a stage of people pleasing? Are you on a stage of low self-esteem? Are you on a stage of codependency? Who are you performing for? Right? You you may be saying, well, I finished before everyone and, and I don't know why they're not acknowledging me and I'm always available for people and I'm always the first one here. They know I'm the first one here and I'm the last one that leaves all the time. I was his ride or die. I was the best wife ever. I was the best husband ever. But why are you doing things for validation? To check in to make sure you're doing it right? Am I really, am I really a good husband? Am I really a good wife? Did I, did I check off all the boxes? Am I dressing right for so-and-so? Am I, am I talking right? Am I moving right? Am I choosing right? What's the performance? Who are you trying to please to make sure you're good enough? What is the stage you are standing on right now, sitting on right now? 
running on right now. Identify the stage that has you with this false sense of safety and this false sense of control where you can feel good about yourself waiting for someone in the audience to clap. Who are you performing for? Why wasn't all those things good enough for you? Be the best husband, be the best wife, be the best parent, be those things, but do it for you. Do it because it lines up with your your values and your core values. Do it because you need that within yourself to be the best version of yourself. Don't do it for other people. Don't do it because, oh, well, I have to be this and I have to be that. How does that feel? Living your life based on what you have to, what I should do. Who should is that? Is it yours? Why wasn't all those things good enough for you? And I ask that question because when we're doing things and someone is not accepting it, when people are rejecting you because they don't see your worth or your value that you're bringing to the table, to the family, to the community, to the organization, that's not on you. We make it about us when we are coming from a place of our void, when we're coming from a place of performing. If it's good enough for you and that gives you joy and you are right and you feel good about yourself, you feel grounded, then it is good enough. Then you don't have to perform because you are valid. Be what you seek. You're seeking validation. Ask yourself why. Like really, really ask yourself why. Be present within your body. Do what you do because it's coming from a filled place. Not the empty, hollow space, but from a filled space. What does a filled space look like? A filled space look like you are satisfied within, that you can give yourself your own pleasure, that you can go out in the world and do what it is that you want to do and feel connected with yourself. You have a sense of accomplishment because you did it for yourself. You are the one working on your healing. You are doing the work. If your loved ones encourage you to do something and and you see the greatness out of it, yes, you go and thank them. Yes, you appreciate them. Yes, you tell them, if you did not tell me to do this, I don't know where I will be right now. That is what you do. That is a healthy response. But don't do it because you're, you're pleasing them. Well, I did this because you said I should do this. I did this because you said you would stay with me because you love me if I do this. Check the void. Check your performance. Because you are way better than that. Whether you're on this journey in the beginning and you're trying to figure it out, I will tell you, you are better than that. You are valuable to God. You can have $100 in your hand. No matter how much you drag it in the mud, step on it, maybe put some rips in it. Guess what? It's still going to be $100 because someone is going to take that $100 to the store and buy $100 worth of stuff or a little less than that. They will get nothing back or they will get changed. It will not change its value. So no matter what goes on in your life, what went on with your life, no matter you trying to start your own journey of reclaiming your voice, no matter what happened to you or what is happening to you, no matter how much you struggle and, and, and try to do better for yourself, no matter how many times you are rejected, no matter how many times the trauma 
talks in your mind and try to bring you back into that space where you were in trauma. You are valuable. You are worthy. You are better than that. You are better than that. You will get through that. But let's choose to do the work. No longer choose to listen to those lies. No longer choose doing the work by yourself. You can do as far as you can by yourself. Read all the books, listen to all the podcasts. Hello, I did it. Because I had to start from somewhere and so do you. But when you know you have hit a wall and you feel like you can't go no further, there's more work to be done. The wall you've been keeping up for so long, the steel wall, the wood wall, the gated wall, right? It's time to let that wall down. At least see what's through on the other side. Because you are on the other side. And I know all those other bad things may be on the other side. But choose bravery today. Choose you today. You are not an actor on display. The last point. Check your core values. You know, as you explore the void. As you explore the stage that you've been standing on. Explore who you are at your core. What foundation would you like to have for your life? Okay, you can't figure that out right now. If I had a magic wand and waved it over your head, what can you imagine? What can you dream? Think of one thing that you used to do that made you smile. And not this smile on the outside, but you feel it within. What is that thing? And if you're smiling now, write that down. Think of the next thing. Write that down. Those are the things that is going to fill the void. That's going to keep you off that stage. That's going to show you who you are at your core. Will stop being a people pleaser will come and play? Absolutely. Will you have to stop depending on other people? Absolutely. Will you have to create you some boundaries? Definitely. What's the cost? Only you know that cost because you've been paying that bill for years, for months, across your whole life. You've been paying that bill. What has it cost you? Relationships? Has it cost you your mind? Has it cost you your finances, your peace, your strength, right? When I was so caught up being a people pleaser, I passed out and I woke up in the emergency room. My client was on the second floor getting physical therapy. I ended up in the emergency room. Machine attached to me because my blood pressure went through the roof, through the roof. And the very thing that I was giving my all to had to come pick me up. Now, I'm not calling my ex-husband a thing. What I am saying is people-pleasing was the thing. Codependency was the thing. Performing was the thing. That picked me up from that hospital. And it asked me a question. What are you going to do now? In that moment, I knew that I was doing life all wrong, completely wrong. 
had to redefine what a mother was. I had to redefine what love was. I had to redefine what trust was. Safety. What did I really want? What did I really value? I value taking care of my kids, being the best mom that I can be. I value learning new things. I value being responsible. I came to realize because I was performing over and over and over again. I performed on the way to church. I was getting into arguments. I had to perform to keep a smile on my face by the time I got there. Performance. I had to perform to get by, to avoid an argument. I didn't really know what my core values were. Yes, I knew the surface stuff. Good mom, good friend, and all those things. I didn't know who I was at my core. But I tell you what. The experiences in my life continued to challenge who I was. No matter if I had a good day or a bad day, I'm still God's child. I'm still his daughter. Whether I have a good day or a bad day, I'm that person. I'm a tree hugger. I like being outdoors. I love exploring. I love being by myself. I value relationships. I value honesty and connection, mental intimacy over physical intimacy deep conversation and vulnerability. Friends, if we continue to ignore the essence of who we are, if we continue to ignore what is setting us off, what is giving us anxiety, what is giving us depression, if we continue to ignore what our needs are, what's going on in our bodies, too many of us, we know something is off and we go to the doctor and they do all the tests and they say, you're good, nothing is coming up. And all that does is increase anxiety because you know something is off. But if you don't have anything to validate what is going on, the only place that you can go is within yourself. Within yourself. The test can only show up with so much. It can only show what the creator of it designed it to do. It's a cap on that. That machine can't pick up the abuse you are getting at home. It can't pick up low self-esteem. It can't pick up the voids in your life. It can't pick up the stage you've been standing on. It doesn't know that you're lacking boundaries, that you're codependent and you're a people pleaser. It cannot pick up that. We can begin to ask the hard questions. Why I can't look at myself in the mirror? Why I don't feel in tune with my own body? Why I don't like the skin that I'm in? Listen, these are questions and other questions also that I've asked myself. We have to keep going. That is part of the work. That is part of the experience. You use what you have learned previously. Any small piece of the void that you discover, what is it keeping you from? How has it continued to keep you on that wheel? What are the things that's keeping you on that stage? Check your core values. What are the non-negotiables? I'm planning on doing a podcast episode to talk about how to create those non-negotiables. We have the power to do that, y'all. But we have to dig. We have to be honest with ourselves. That's doing that deep work, y'all. Because you need to know what's inside you. All the effort you put in to be that ride or die, to be the best husband, the best wife, the best girlfriend to be the best parent, all, all that energy that you put in to everything and everybody else, 
Gift yourself with it. Be what you seek. Your voice is waiting for you. It is waiting for you. Your values and your core values, they're talking to you. They're always speaking to you. Letting you know that you no longer have to seek validation because you are valid. What's going on, everybody? My prayer and my hope is that one person needed to hear the three points. One person needed to get clarity on taking some steps to stop seeking validation. We have to check the voids in our lives. Who are we performing for? And we absolutely have to check our core value. If my story resonates with you, and if you've been looking for that person who gets it, who been there where you've been and where you are now, reach out to me. Straight up and email me at inforeclaimingyourvoice.com. Your is spelled U-R, so that's info at reclaimingyourvoice.com. Go on my website at reclaimingyourvoice.com, spelled the same way. You can check out things that I am doing and offering. I am offering one-on-one weekly coaching, either 60 minutes or 75 minutes. We are going to do the work weekly until you reach your goal. I also offer a 12-week program. We will dive into the one focus, the one main concern, your priority concern. We will focus on that for the whole three months. It is always an honor for me to do this podcast. All right, y'all. Next week, we are back at it. And as always, now and after. Be well, y'all, and peace out.